class, Nurse Kylie here. Welcome back to Nursing Accelerated. Today, we begin a two-part discussion on cancer, with today's episode focused on nursing care of those diagnosed with cancer. Next week, we will wrap up the second season of episodes by discussing end-of-life treatments. Cancer has affected us all one way or another, so I completely understand how sensitive these two topics will be. It's vital for the nurse to have empathy, and fortunately, unfortunately, life experiences help us with that. I'm no different. My cousin Alex was diagnosed with angiosarcoma or heart cancer when he was 25 and died at 35. Even after a decade without him, I still think about him and the countless others that I have met and treated who've all been diagnosed with cancer. Today's discussion is facilitated by Chapter 15 of Bruner and Studdart's Textbook of Medical Surgical Nursing by Hankel and Cheever. Let's get to it. The first step in any disease process is to try to prevent it from occurring in the first place. Nurses play a vital role in prevention, but they also play a key role in detecting diseases via assessments, communication, and the relationship that they have with their patients. The basics of cancer prevention have been laid out by the American Cancer Society, with diet and exercise being at the forefront of the plan. Achieving and maintaining a healthy weight, as well as being physically active, are important pieces of this plan. A healthy diet with a large consumption of plant sources is important as well. All aspects of this prevention plan can be enhanced with the help of the community, including nurses. The basics of cancer prevention have been laid out by the American Cancer Society, with diet and exercise being at the forefront of the plan. Achieving and maintaining a healthy weight, as well as being physically active, are important pieces of this plan. A healthy diet with a large consumption of plant sources is important as well. All aspects of this prevention plan can be enhanced with the help of the community, including nurses. One aspect of care is that of the surgical nurse. Oftentimes, a biopsy will occur to determine the staging of the cancer or removal of the tumor will occur, and the perioperative nurse will provide care to the patient. From assessment to providing education pre- and post-procedure, at all stages, the nurse plays a constant role. When a client is undergoing radiation therapy, the nurse is there to ensure safety. This includes safety of the patient as well as other staff and family members. Depending on the type, there are considerations that need to be at the forefront of the nurse's care. Those with internal radiation are at risk for exposing others as they are radioactive while undergoing therapy. It's important for the nurse to minimize exposure to family, keeping those who are pregnant away, maintaining a six-foot distance, limiting visitors to 30 minutes per day, and keeping children away from the patient. Since radiation destroys both targeted tissue and healthy tissue, the patient is at risk for several issues. The promotion of healing, patient comfort, and quality of life are constantly at the forefront of the nurse's care. Toxicity is one of the major problems that can cause symptoms to occur in the patient undergoing treatment. For those undergoing chemotherapy, the nurse will administer therapy as well as monitor for side effects and treat those that occur. Nausea and vomiting are the most common side effects as GI distress is very common with treatment. As fluid and electrolytes can become imbalanced, the nurse needs to ensure the patient's safety, especially related to falls, as they can become dizzy due to dehydration and fatigue due to electrolyte loss. The cognitive status of the patient is constantly assessed as chemotherapy can impair the neurovascular system. 
hyperthermia treatment has been used for several years, and it aims at destroying cancerous tumors. It is usually combined with another treatment, especially with radiation, as the effects of both treatments enhance the use of the other. Many patients and their families are unaware of this treatment and find it very foreign to them. Besides family education, the nurse is also responsible for skin care at the probe insertion site if targeted therapy rather than systemic therapy occurs. Nurses caring for those undergoing targeted treatments care for their patients the same as those undergoing other forms of treatment. Constant assessment of the patient and family's needs regarding education, support, and resources occurs for all forms of treatment, but provides a unique challenge when targeted therapy is being used. With targeted therapy, the immune system is modified and manipulated, so the challenges the nurse faces are unique to the individual. Regardless of treatment, the patient is at risk for several problems as the effects of treatment is systemic. Tissue integrity can become impaired as mucositis or inflammation of the mucous membranes in GI tract occur with radiation therapy and some chemotherapies. One type, stomatitis, can cause dietary intake problems with the client as the patient's mouth is affected and causes food intake to be painful. Alopecia or hair loss is common as well since the hair cells are affected by treatment. Lesions can also develop that may require wound care and pain management. Nutrition is important to maintain to help with the healing process, but can be stalled due to stomatitis. Anorexia may occur due to loss of taste, painful sores, and changes in taste buds. Some patients may also have a decrease in food intake due to feeling fuller as digestive enzymes are decreased and metabolism is affected. As the nurse, education for the patient, as well as a deep understanding of the importance of nutrition, are key aspects of care. It is during these difficult intake times that being an advocate for the patient is vital, and consideration of alternative therapies may be appropriate to discuss to help minimize the symptoms. Another form of treatment that I am personally experienced with is that of integrative therapies. Complementary therapies do just that. They complement what is already happening and include medicinal herbs, acupuncture, vitamins, massage, and meditation. These therapies are used in conjunction with traditional Western medicine, i.e. chemo and radiation, and help provide additional support to the patient. They can be used in and for a multitude of ways, which is unique and tailored to the individual. Often these complementary therapies help to alleviate some of the symptoms that occur with traditional treatments. In my first nursing role, I was an infusion nurse, but not in a traditional infusion center. Rather, I worked for an integrative therapy clinic that specialized in vitamin C infusions, acupuncture, massage, and Chinese medicine, including herbal remedies. In my role, I administered, monitored, and educated patients about the infusions. I expanded upon my role working with the primary provider to include education on diet and lifestyle changes to improve their prognosis. Over time, I also began to recommend herbs that could also help them with their immunity, energy, and other side effects from chemo and radiation. It was a very hard but rewarding beginning of my nursing career. It helped me learn to advocate for my patients and helped shape my outlook on life. The largest role a nurse can take for a patient diagnosed with cancer is that of the patient advocate. Keeping the patient's best interest and wishes in mind, the nurse can actively navigate crucial conversations between the patient and their family. The nurse can also ensure that the patient is thoroughly informed so they can make competent decisions about their care. We are going to expand upon this conversation during next week's episode, which will be the season finale as I take a brief hiatus from podcasting.
I look forward to our crucial conversations next week as we navigate end-of-life care. Until next time, keep on accelerating. Thank you.